now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. My guest is Robbie McKenzie, a trans channeler, author, and intuit. Today we're going to talk about the awareness and accessing of the Merkaba and more. Robbie, thank you for joining us and welcome. Thank you for having me here. Thank you. I appreciate you. So let's start here. How did you become aware of the Merkaba yourself? Well, I had a, um, when I first was kind of tuned into spirituality, I'd had a, a few kind of peak experiences um, before I had I had a difficult year. My my um, I split up with my ex-wife. I moved in with my mum and dad. Uh, my mum got uh, cancer, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and then she got lung cancer. And after chemo and radiotherapy, she passed away. And six weeks later, my dad passed away as well. And in this time, I started in a meditation circle in um, a church in Scotland. And I found this Merkaba meditation. I didn't even know what that meant, really. You know, I didn't understand what that was. And I just really looked at meditation as something to bring you in a peaceful state or to relax your mind or to bring you some sort of calm, which it is as well. But there are deeper levels to meditation that I was unaware of. And I found this meditation and there's a certain, it's like sacred geometry. The, the, the idea is we all have this uh, Merkaba around us. It's like a um, three-dimensional star of David. It's like, it's like two spinning um, pyramids, like um, two tetrahedrons. And when you visualize this with love and certain breath um, that you use and certain visualizations, when you properly spark it open and access it, you have the experience of oneness. You have the experience of enlightenment, if you like. You, you, you have, instead of it being an intellectual understanding that we are all one, which we can all kind of grasp um, intellectually, I had the, you, had, you have the experience energetically. You have, the, you have that experience. And after, I've, I've never been the same since then. <laughs> so, you know, and, and, there was there was definitely that year there was a certain intensity and kind of trauma of you know events and you know bereavement and all of these different things the opening of the Merkaba actually came several weeks before my mum passed away so I actually had the experience of that and ever since then and once you have that experience you want to tell everybody, <laughs> you know, you think, if, and, and it's not something that you don't have to be a certain religion or spirituality or, you know, nationality or, or intellectual, you know, there, there is nothing that separates us from accessing this. So anybody can do it and everybody can do it. So that's why I rave about it because I think the simplicity of it when you there, and there are many different like I um, channeled the book Metatron. This is the Clarion Call um, to help people access this and to help people access the, the simplicity of it as well. But there's lots and lots of different meditations on YouTube and different ways of approaching it and different thoughts about it. But the the kind of end point is the same. It it, it brings you into that place of oneness. 
and that experience that you know this is all an illusion and you and you can access that you don't have to do certain penance or you know whatever you know there, there's nothing that is based in dogma or doctrine or it's just a realization that of the oneness with the divine you know so a merkaba is a geometric structure that's like an energy structure yes and you yes. said it and you said it is two pyramids are they one up and one down kind of like the star of david like the Star of David, exactly like the Star of David, but it's a three-dimension. I believe that that is what the Star of David is. It's a representation of the Merkaba. And that 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 um, shape is primordial. It's in lots of different ancient traditions. It's not just Judaism. It's, it's um, found in carvings that are tens of thousands of years old. You know, it's in the pyramids. The, the, there's a representation of it in the pyramids. And... Yeah, so it's it's two tetrahedrons that spin, and you visualize them spinning in opposite directions to each other. It doesn't matter which way they spin, as long as they're spinning in opposite directions. And the and the idea is that the the Merkaba accesses the flower of life. So the flower of life shape is the idea is you've probably seen the drawing. It's like one circle and then another circle and all the different circles around it. And it, it, that expands and expands and expands all these different circles. And the idea is that one circle is the, is the zero point. And that's what's inside all of us, everybody. And when you successfully open your Merkaba, you tap into that structure that is creation, that's everything. And so, like I say, it's not a story to tell or to to get people to start a new religion or anything like that. It's it's an experience. So it's so it doesn't hold any judgment or you know what I mean. It doesn't matter who you are. Anybody can try this. You know, anybody can can access it. So yeah, and and once you once you have the experience of it, you realize that oneness. So it kind of changes your perspective as far as kind of your own seminal programming or your own judgments about things or the way that people have told you that life is and it shows you how life really is and you know and that we're all one everybody's we're all one and we can all access that and there's no higher or lower there's just you having an experience and the different levels of that's the peak experience of the Merkaba but when you use the, the Merkaba as a tool for in, kind of enhancing your life, your life just gets better. It gets more efficient. It gets more, you know, things are, are when you, you, you pray on that structure and open yourself up with your heart to this, things just get more efficient. They get, they get better. You have a, a, a deeper understanding of things and the organization of whatever it is that you're working on or your passion is or, you know, your, your, your path forward in life just becomes easier <laughs> or, or you become more adept at dealing with it. Maybe it doesn't become easier, but you become better at, you know, at, at, at accessing whatever it is, you know, and that's why I'm so enthusiastic about it because it's, it's anybody can access it. <laughs> you know, it's like, you don't need to join my club, <laughs> you know, like there's like join this religion and you'll have eternal life or you'll have this or you'll have that or whatever. There's none of that. You know, there's, there's, 
there's just a realization of that oneness that we're all privy to if we take the time, you know. So to simply put it, in order to access it, do you meditate and visualize those structures around you like you're inside of it or, yes. or what well, do we Well, you do? are inside of it, yes, yes. You, you are inside of it. So we, so we all have this structure around us. And if the, the, you know, the toroidal field, you understand the toroidal field, the magnetic field that goes around it, you, you energetically. Well, right. you're, you're accessing that toroidal field. And so it's, you can't not have a toroidal field <laughs> or you wouldn't exist. So you, and you can't not have a Merkaba or you wouldn't exist. But what you're doing is you're accessing what's already there around you. So that surrounds you, and it can only be accessed with unconditional love. It can only be accessed with love. So if you can do the you can do the meditations, and you can try to access it. But if you're, you know, if if you're in that vibration of 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 negativity and you're not prepared to drop that, it won't it won't spark open. You won't, you know it has to be accessed with love. So that toroidal field works more efficiently and most efficiently with an open Merkaba, right? You know, so, so as you're in that place, it, 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 I suppose that's what it is. It's accessing love. It's accessing the deepest part of your own potential to access love. And, and in that love state, it's like when you, part of the clarion call is um, a romantic, um, there's romantic parts in the meditation and when you're in love or when you have that flush of love or when you're getting married or you know you're having children or you're, you're the first love of your first child the accessing of all of that love you you do notice that things are just they flow better or you don't you don't care about little things little, little niggly things anymore so much because your heart's so open and you're 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 in a kind of flow state and it, and the the accessing of the merkaba is you accessing that love state, you know. It's you accessing the flow of what it's like to be in love. But there's no object of your desire. There's no romantic partner or you know or child or whatever the you're you're passionate about. But it helps all of those relationships be more fully accessed as well, you know. So it's it's like agape. It's like divine love but it's a flow state, you know. When you start meditating, what do you think is the best way to get you in that state of love? Like thinking of loved ones or thinking of your children or your parents or your spouse? Now, that is exactly what it says in the clarion call. So that's one of the, that's one of the, the first meditations from the clarion call is visualizing your loved ones, visualizing those who you who you have that that connection with your children or your partner or your parents or you know the the conceptions of your in your life that you've had peak experiences with so your your grandma you know your your these early experiences or these intense experiences or your first the first passion with your first love or you know you you meeting the love of your dreams all of these are accessed so that's part of what the clarion call 
accesses for you to help you get into that state because the more we have these experiences you know you, you remember a certain point or a kindness or a something that gets you into that flow state which is very valuable with opening your Merkaba it's, it's the only thing that will open the Merkaba so and you and you getting back to those states of when you got married or when you you know when you had your first kiss or you know whatever when you were in that butterfly state that excitement excited kind of uplifting state that activates your Merkava so that helps you that first it's like a um, you know a dynamo you need to put energy into the dynamo to get energy out of the dynamo it's like it's kind of like that you know but it but that magnifies things intensely you know and then and then once that once you you get the hang of it and it and that's it says in the clarion call, practice, practice, practice. Because the more that you practice on unconditional love, and when you get it, it you become love. <laughs> you, know? you become love. And it's not like once you've done that, suddenly you're Jesus. It, it just means that you, it, once you've opened that, you, ha- you, you know the truth about life, if you like. You know? Or you have a direct experience with the truth in life that is love. You know? And it's like, also, everybody, anybody and everybody can relate to love, you know, that, and that point, that, that kindness, that thing that makes you recognize that you're worthy or that you're, you know, you're, you're, you're here for a reason. And, you know, that, that's all part of it. And, and that's why I'm so enthusiastic about it, because I think the, the, the more simple, the, the more easily accessed the and because it, it's not a teaching it's not like i say it's not a dogma it's not a doctrine and it's only valuable with direct experience it, and so it's if you know this isn't i'm not starting a religion i'm not interested in being followed or being worshipped or do you know what i mean having a cult or anything like that you know i think we all have this ability to access that love and yeah, that's why I'm so enthusiastic about it, you know? <laughs> yeah. So you first kind of visualize loved ones and you get into that state. Then you yes. start visualizing the Merkaba and the yes. two pyramids spinning in the opposite direction. Yes, yes, yes. And then once you, you visualize that, what should you look for or what you, should you recognize that you're opening it up? Like how would you know if it's, you've opened your Merkaba? Well, you won't have to ask hmm. when you when you you open it fully because you will have the the experience of oneness can be stated intellectually, but it can only really be a fully uh, fully appreciated experientially. Like so, you have to experience it. So you working towards an opening that that's another thing. It says in the clarion call, practice, practice, practice. You know, and the more love you access even on the way to the full opening of the Merkaba and the oneness experience, you kind of, it's hard to explain, but you kind of, you have the experience of dissolving into the universe. You have the experience of knowing everything and, and nothing at the same time. You know that you are, you know that you are one with the divine. You know, you, ha- you have that experience. So once you've had that experience, it's like there's no going back, you know, like you, that's 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 the, the for me that's the point of that my life completely changed because i have a different perspective on everything now you know because i've had that full experience but on the way to accessing 
that full place of enlightenment or you know the the deepest point of awakening it has benefits it helps you be uplifted and there, there's certain breath points in the clarion call it has you hold at the top of your breath and you hold at the bottom of your breath and you you there for a certain you know for for your own comfort for how how much you can do that and and there's also another breath where you um part of the meditation where you take a deep breath and you blow out you blow out um you purse your lips and you blow out and there's a, a there's these metaphysical things that are um, in the clarion call that show you how to get into a certain state an energetic state and the, there's certain thoughts to think there's um nine tenths the speed of light and equal speed as well there's a kind of thoughts that you think while you're activating this vessel because it's like a vessel it's like a, it's like a spaceship as well because once you've gotten the hang of that and you you get into knowing that you have that and experiencing that in deep meditation you can you can travel you can astral travel you can it helps you I know a lot of people can astral travel um, spontaneously, um, but this helps you be more in control of that traveling or more in control of the feeling of bilocating or, um, you know, like sensing things from a distance or sending distant healing or telepathically communicating or, you know, they say that people having near-death experiences, it's kind of like having a death experience when you fully open it because it's like you're reborn it's like a rebirth once you come out the other end it's almost like well that was my life from a certain understanding the way it was before but i can't be the same now because i've i've had this experience i've seen the the wider understanding of the universe and it's not like suddenly you're superhuman or you know everything i'm still i'm still robbie and i still have my lessons to learn but for me, um, it's easier for me to bounce back from things. It's easier for me to let go of things that maybe would have taken me over the edge or maybe would have, do you know what I mean? Like that frustrated me to a bigger, in a bigger way. It's easier for me to come into a deeper kind of point of emotional balance and mental balance and kind of peace, you know? And it's not that nothing upsets me or perfect. I'm, I'm not, I'm just Robbie and the same. But um, it's easier for me now that I have this tool, you know. So, and that's why I'm again. It's like I'm like, open your Merkaba. They're like, what's a Merkaba? What are you talking about? You know? <laughs> yeah. You were saying that when you're visualizing the two pyramids. Yes. How are you doing that? Well, I'm visually. There's a. Uh, um, I think all visualization comes from your third eye and you're, you're, um, so visualizing the, 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 there is a picture on the, I couldn't find the other clarion call there. That, that's the structure of the, the, the Merkaba. Uh, you see this chap in the, uh, pink chap in the uh, Merkaba there. So I'm visualizing this structure spinning, right, around me, right. And the, the two parts spinning around me. And I don't know how technically this works. I just know how it feels. Hmm. And another thing that Metatron says is if, if it takes a while for you to be able to visualize it, 
if you know if you can see it on a 3D plane or in a video or whatever it is, and you know what it is, and you 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 feel it, you open up to feeling that that is a, a structure because it's already there. It's just about you kind of accessing it. So if you're not as good at visualizing, or if you know you 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 don't access things through the 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 visual structure, you know, feeling it is is almost just as enough, and knowing that it's spinning around you. You know, because it's it's putting you in direct communication with your higher self mm. or, you know, or what you call God or, you know, what, who you pray to or whatever your own structure is. And it, it also that's another thing it says in the clarion call about your, what your own structure is, whether you're a Buddhist or a Christian or whatever your family structure is, because the prayers are structured to, there's like three prayers in it, I think, um, but but it, a prayer is just focusing your mind, you know, and like aligning your mind. So the prayers have Metatron in them, but it says replace Metatron with your deity. So if you pray to Jesus, say, Jesus, you know, help me with this. You know, so it's not trying to get in the way of your own belief system or your own, you know, permission slip of, or, you know, your, your own psyche. It's helping you access that. So that's how I that's how I do it. It's like it's more automatic for me now because I know that it's there, you know. But yeah, visualizing the two um, tetrahedrons spinning around each other and in whichever way, it just has to be the opposite directions because it's like bringing spirit to matter. That's what it is. It's like the the bottom. Um, tetrahedron is matter and the, the top tetrahedron is spirit so it's bringing everything that's unseen to to everything that is seen into the middle part of your heart so that you can access creation or however you want to put it you know enlightenment unconditional love yeah is the merkaba considered one of the structures of sacred geometry yes yes Yes, it is the what it is within what they call Metatron's cube um, that that holds all geometry. So it so it is the it is the point where every point of sacred geometry can be accessed. So however you access sacred geometry, no matter what tradition it is or what understanding it is, you're accessing. Excuse me, you're accessing it through uh, Metatron's cube. So that is the the, the geometry geometric structure that contains all sacred geometry yeah so so and and it's just aligning your geometry to the geometry of the universe or god or spirit or whatever you want to call it yeah all right you've mentioned the clarion call and i think the full title of your book is metatron this is the clarion call that's it yeah so did you channel this book and if so were you channeling metatron yes Yes. So, so when I first, um, when I was first in Circle, um, probably about 2003, almost 20 years ago, um, I was, when I first stood up, I was channeling, I started channeling people. It was like, it was kind of like a clairvoyance. Um, But there was a certain point where I thought to myself, this is just another person's opinion. <laughs> it's like, you know, and that's all valid. It's, it's, it's good to share opinions, but I, I wanted to go deeper. And, I, and there was a certain point of prayer that I was like, I wanted to, to access kind of a higher truth. 
I want to learn. I don't just want to hear other people's opinions, whether they've passed or whether they're here. You know, it's and that's good. Discussion is good, but that's all people on the same kind of level of consciousness. You know, like me talking to you, it's the same level of human consciousness. So I, I was like in circle, and I was like, I want to access higher energies so that I can learn. And if I'm, and, and if that is meant to be taught through me, so that I can teach, you know, or so that I can, I can help humanity because. Me hearing somebody else's opinion is, I have to work out what that is that's right there. So there was a certain point that I got to, and there was an agreement with kind of my guides that I would ch start channeling angels. And the, the, the vibration of the channeling got more and more, but I was told if I was, if I was going to be doing this, I would have to prepare myself. I would have to, I would have to fast. I would have to, you know, go into certain points where I, kind of retreated from the world a little bit, you know, and, and was just in the, the, the company of kind of higher beings or whatever. And they told me I was going to have to do this fast. And several years later, after, you know, preparing myself more and more, I did, uh, um, I was asked to do a long fast. And I did, um, I ended up doing 79 days, actually. It was nearly three months of a fast. And the, after day 20, after I had been, it was almost like my own retreat. I purified, I prayed, I, I, was, I was doing chanting and uh, mantras and all of these different things to try and get myself into that place. And then on day 20, I started channeling the clarion call. And it was a deep trance channeling. It's the deepest channeling that I've ever done, really. And it was over several weeks that the book was channeled and I'd recorded it uh, and word for word, I transcribed it. So the clarion call is exactly the way that the channeling was at the time. So the energy of it is, is you know, that there is an edited version of it, but it's, it's it, it, that's only really my punctuation. <laughs> um, and yeah, that was probably the most intense three months of my life. And, and from that point, everything unfolded really you know so metatron this is the clarion call and it's got in the front all you need to know <laughs> so um and and that is to me it is so it's not all you need to know in life for your whole life but all you need to know for the basic foundation of accessing the flow state and your love and you know that point of connection with the divine you know like i was personally i was my granddad was a minister so I was kind of brought up in quite a spiritual religious um, family and I always remember the quote that he used to always say was seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you and it's like this point of wisdom that I didn't understand but it, what I meant was once you align to the divine once that's your first priority everything else kind of falls into place you know uh, your potential is reached on a kind of higher level when you do that. And to me, the accessing of the Merkaba or that oneness or that alignment, that's what that does. You know, it helps you get into that place where you're, you're in alignment with your own kind of higher self, you know. And yeah, so the, the clarion call was a, a, it was a, a life-changing kind of experience for me, you know. So, yeah. How, how did you get the ability to channel did you have some kind of spiritual awakening after you accessed the Merkaba or well, being involved I in had, meditation or what? Yeah, 
Well, I had a, um, I was a, before I was a drama lecturer, I, I trained to be a, an actor and I, um, I worked as a drama lecturer after I, I finished college. I was married at the time and we were both drama lecturers actually. And I had had certain understandings of spirituality. Like I say, my granddad was a minister. So I had a certain understanding of religiosity or you know, spiritual kind of understanding. But it wasn't like something that I fully understood or I'd had so much direct communication with. And I had an experience um, with, we went on holiday to uh, Pontins, it was in North Wales, and it was a, um, a bus trip. It was like, you'd be, the bus takes you there, you're there for a week, and then the bus takes you back. And before we went, I had a really bad toothache. And I was, I was a misery guts. <laughs> I don't think I enjoyed the holiday at all. Right? And I must have been a real drag for, for my ex-wife and you know, the, the, for the whole week. So on the way back, I bought a book um, for this. It was a six-hour bus trip. So, um, and I had a seat to myself. So my ex-wife was sitting with the wee one. I had a um, seat to myself. And I was sitting reading this book. And it was called The Superhumans. And, it, and in this book, there was a chap who was a psychic dentist. And during the Depression in the 30s in America, he used to go around all the people that couldn't afford dentistry. And he would, he would slap them in the cheeks and he would say, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, be thou whole, or in the name of Jesus, be thou whole. And so I've got this really bad today, <laughs> this book, which seemed like a coincidence to me, a synchronicity. And I'm, so I was like, okay, so in the name of Jesus, be thou whole, you know, and I slap my own cheeks, you know, and, I just kept reading. I just never thought about it, you know. And, and hours later, when we got back up to Paisley, I said to my ex-wife, I don't have any pain anymore. And after that whole week, she was like, what? <laughs> that could have happened when we were on the holiday, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> um, and she's like, well, I couldn't get an appointment for the dentist before the holiday or during the holiday. I couldn't get an emergency appointment, but I'd managed to get an appointment for the Tuesday after the Saturday that we, we arrived back in Paisley. And she said, keep the appointment with the dentist, even though there's no pain. You know, you might have got a bit of food stuck in it or something or whatever. And I was like, yeah, fair enough. And that dentist was the only dentist that I'd had in my mouth for several years previously because my, my ex-wife had been a dental technician to him. So we kind of got free dental care as well, you know, a reduced plan dental care. So he was the only dentist that I'd been at for several years. And he said, it's been heavily filled. He said, I don't know what it's been filled with, but it's a really good job. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, uh, what? <laughs> so, so it wasn't like as if I had had this spiritual epiphany at the time. I'd just been in pain, you know. And and when that happened, I for several years after that, it, it's like it takes some time to sink in. But because it was a tooth in my mouth, I couldn't deny it. And because it had been verified by a and that dentist, 
And the only person who he knew my teeth, he knew the state of my teeth, or you know, so it, it couldn't. It's like my rational mind was going, "What?" You know. Now we went to, um, on holiday to Canada. My ex-wife um, had a, her uncle was a minister in uh, Canada, and we went to Canada. And I relayed the story to him, and he said, "This is a faith builder." This is something for you, not for anyone else. It's not about telling a story or an anecdote. It's not about an anecdote. It's not about you you trying to convince everybody that psychic healing or psychic dentistry is real. That's for you. That's for you, you only. That's for your faith. That's for you to work out within your rational mind. But because, like I say, it had been verified by a dentist. So it's not like as if, it's like a, a different people that I spoke to, some were incredulous and were like, I think you've gone a bit crazy, Robbie. <laughs> or, and some were like, no, that's spiritual healing. That's real. That's a thing that happens and can happen. And it's just about us figuring out how to access those things. It wasn't like suddenly I was a guru and could touch people with Shaktipat and heal them or whatever. I was just the same Robbie as I was, even after the, Mer the Merkaba opening. But this all led to a deeper experience of the, the Merkaba opening as well. And it's almost like that that set me on a bit of a path. I started learning Reiki. I started, you know, being a bit more interested in meditation, kind of just having a like, well, what's this all about? What does this do to you? You know, what's the, and just sit in silence. What, just sit doing nothing. What does that mean? You know, and I think a lot of people in looking at beginning meditation, it's like, well, what's the point in it? you know and but the deeper point in it is actually a greater access to your divine oneness and all of these spiritual things I mean that sent me down the rabbit hole of metaphysics and you know the law of attraction and like what does this all mean and this was I mean I was I think I was 27 so it's almost like 25 years ago you know so it, that, that happened you know and and but it was like, the, it was a beginning thing. It was like one of these things that it's like, when even when I think about it now, I'm like, you know, I, and I do do spiritual healing, but, you know, if I could make everybody heal like that, I would. That's what I would be doing. <laughs> like every day I'd be in a hospital going, there's your cancer done, there's your tooth done, there's your, you know, whatever. And, but I think we're all on a personal journey to discover our own personal strengths or our own ability to access these things. Do you know what I mean? And I, so I don't think it's, it's as cut and dried as, you know, you're healed or you're healed. It's about a personal discovery. It's about these gradual things kind of sinking in about the reality of spirit and what, the, what that power is, you know? So are you saying that the tooth was filled like with a silver filling? It was actually... Um, it was actually black. It's still black. It's, but he didn't know what it was. But it's not. It, it said it was a strong structure, and he didn't know what it was. Like the body itself just kind of walled it itself off, or healed yeah. itself in a yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. In the in that book, it had um, talk about silver fillings and gold fillings and porcelain fillings, even. Um, but my, mine wasn't. It was just it was just black. But it stopped the pain like that. Mm. And he's like, well, there's no need. To, for me to do anything <laughs> you know he just looked at it and he was like okay then you know mm -hmm. but he, he he was actually a born-again christian himself so he wasn't he he wasn't incredulous he was just like yeah okay because i relayed the story and he's like well that's spiritual healing you know mm -hmm. interesting yeah.
It's interesting that you um, added that he was a born again Christian because I was curious of what his whole interpretation was. Yeah, and I think when people are of a spiritual bent or have uh, that understanding or that mindset, they're very. It, it's very easy for them to accept that story, and then if people are from a more kind of eclectic background, it's like incredulous, you know. Mm. So I think that depends upon your perspective, you know. But he was he wasn't phased at all because like my ex wife's family were um, like my her dad was a church um, officer and you know they were quite a, a religious kind of family so they didn't bat an eyelid they were like yeah that was that was Jesus healed you <laughs> you know <laughs> and, I, and I was like okay then <laughs> you know and so but because I couldn't because I didn't have a that was a, a reference. I couldn't deny that. Like if somebody tells you a story and you're incredulous, that's their story. And whatever happened, the truth of only they know, really, you can believe it or not believe it. But it wasn't for me to convince anybody. It was just, it was for my benefit. <clears throat> Excuse me, it was for my benefit. And yeah, I don't think I've looked at anything the same way since then, you know, because the physical world is not, as we think it is, you know, and and the exploration of that and going deeper into that and understanding what that means and and what it means to to you personally, that's your own journey, you know. And that's why I'm not like I'm being very clear about these books and this channeling because I think it's very easy. I think it can be very easy to become a guru, or for people to look up to you and think, oh well, he knows all the answers. And I don't know all the answers. You know all the answers. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like the, and like the Merkaba in these books, and it's a way for you to access your truth. It's not, I don't know any more than you or more than anybody. I'm not a guru, you know? So <clears throat> I think that's important, you know? One of your books is called Twin Flames. Yeah. Can you give, well, us, your, can you give us your definition of what twin flames are? So the, um, this is the only book that I've written. I wrote this book from my own personal perspective. I'm writing other things, but this is the only book that I've actually written from myself. The other four books are purely trans-channeled. Trans Each one of them, I needed to do a 40-day fast at least for me to access that information. And they're, they're transcribed exactly. It's what you could probably call a first draft. <laughs> if you were being cynical, <laughs> the, 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 the four book, the Clarion Call, the Healing Book, and the Galactic Council books one and two are first drafts. They're word for word the way that it came out. Right? And I'm astounded that they've got the structure that they actually have because they are channelings, but they were meant to be books. But this book, Twin Flames, Twin Flames, Merkabas and More is what it's called. And it's kind of, it's my, um, my biography. It's, it's, it's a short biography at the beginning of my seminal experiences. And then it goes into me meeting my twin flame and uh, what ascension is and how you access what they call a divine nectar. So it's the pineal gland, the secretion from the pineal gland um, that that it, it brings you in a state of bliss. Um, so this is my biography. So twin flames to me, the idea is we all have a, a the traditional idea of a soulmate, right, or the other half of your soul. But the twin flame is not 
it's not just a romantic concept. It's a way to access or to show you what it is you need to do to help kind of not perfect yourself, but show you where it is that you need to deal with yourself. And relationships have this to a certain degree when there's love involved anyway. You know, it's like that your partner will show you, you know, what you need to deal with within yourself. But the Twin Flames concept is specifically for this time. Because according to my guides and Metatron and, you know, the, the higher beings that I access, right now we're in a time of ascension. We're in a time of the rapture within the time of everybody accessing their divine core and the twin flame is a, a a kind of romantic way for you to connect in to what we're saying about accessing your makaba it's easier to access your makaba when you're in unconditional love so so the twin flame is like a one according to the clarion call when you open your makaba it it's like you're either your higher soulmate or a twin flame or a twin ray, or there's different specifications that it talks about the 144,000. And the idea is there's 144,000 people that are here to fully open themselves up, which will help humanity access unconditional love um, more easily, if you like. And your twin flame is like your other, the other half of your, your energy which is the divine complement to show you how to best utilize your energies and your heart and what your divine purpose is and you know the best part of your romantic experiences and what how you need to lift up each other or help each other or heal each other or you know come into that kind of understanding so it's kind of romantic as well you know it's, i think i think the the divine knows what it's doing you know <laughs> yeah so that's 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 my biography and um about ascension about um it's got snippets from all four books as well so how how the Merkaba is accessed, how what the Galactic Council is, or what these different beings are that are trying to communicate with us just now, and how they're trying to communicate telepathically first, you know, because like the 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 governments and leaders are not always forthcoming in you know things that are always best benefit the people, you know. Um, because of business and all of these different things, money and whatnot, you know, in, in the way of that. So us accessing that as a collective directly is more effective for us opening up as a as a kind of more telepathic society, you know. Yeah, and that's part of it, you know, accessing your, your twin flame or your twin ray or, you know, so yeah, explains it in the book, but... It's only 130 pages, you know, It's um, but it, it, I, I've kept it as succinct as, as possible. But yeah, that's that's kind of my experiences of it and my experience of meeting Angelina and us opening up together and, you know, being in a, a, a deeper kind of love connection, you know, so yeah. You have two books on the Galactic Council. In any of those books, does it tell us when we're going to get full disclosure of aliens? Well. From that's what the, the four book series is about preparing us for full disclosure. And the the clarion call is talking about the, this 50 years, a 50 year period where we become more and more spiritual and more and more open to our spirit 
and more and more telepathic. So disclosure, I, you know, the galactic people landing on the front lawn of our houses can happen now. That can happen now. But they will not lower their vibration to match our vibration. We have to raise our vibration to match their vibration. So it's a point of communication. So they're already there. They've already been there for thousands of years. They've never left. It's just the way that we are able to see them and access them and communicate with them is changing because we're moving away from the energy of our animalistic tendencies and kind of tribal, you know, warlike existence into a more open and kind and telepathic and spiritual way of being. So there's already people that have had full disclosure. There's already people that are accessing the, their spaceships. That's already happened. So it's, disclosure is here already. Wider disclosure for the collective has to happen incrementally because we're as a collective, we're not fully ready for those ships to land yet. We're, it's still a little bit in almost derision, even, you know, and, and you know, it's still, still a little bit sniggered about or laughed about if you mention UFOs. Even though, even lately, there's been on the news, there's been, you know, crafts and they can't understand it and uh, the... the um, the scientist Michio Kaku, I think his name is, talking about these these vessels that we we can't explain. We can't explain how they can move faster than the speed of sound without a breaking the sound barrier. How they can move through water and, and air almost simultaneously with no no um, change in speed. None of those things agree with the laws of physics as we understand it. And yet they do exist because we observe them. We have, it is documented. And more and more, this is what the Galactic Council books talk about because <clears throat> the more and more that we see these crafts or, 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 you know, film, I mean, everybody is a filmmaker nowadays with modern technology. Most people have, you know, the setup that would cost thousands uh, you know, and a film crew in their pocket now, you know. And so, you know, technology has, has brought us to the point where the, the powers that be, if you like, cannot deny this anymore, you know. So the reality of that, according to the Galactic Council, it, it, it will happen and we will, this is them preparing us for galactic disclosure. But it's like it has to happen individually first. And the more people that open their Merkabas or that come into a kind of heightened awareness of their own galactic lineage, if you like, and that are, that are open to that, the more they will have these experiences. So they're already landing. They're already here. They're already around us. They're already, they already want contact, but they're not going to connect with us until we prepare ourselves to connect with them. So it's, it's already happening, you know, it's already happening. It's happening more and more. And it's just our awareness of it and how we expand ourselves 
you know, we, we have the walkie-talkie to connect with them. <laughs> we just need to put batteries in it and turn it on, you know? And, and that those walkie-talkies are our internal cells, our chakras, our, our, our psychic senses, our spiritual senses, our merkaba, our third eye, you know, our visualizations, you know? We already have, somebody said the other day, um, you ask God for a cake, and God gives you the eggs and the flour and the milk and the, the butter and the, the oven. And he says, well, make it yourself. <laughs> you know, and, and I think that's kind of the message of that, because like I say, this isn't, it's not trying to start a new religion or, you know, or get anybody to drink Kool-Aid or, <laughs> you know, proclaim somebody as a living God or any of these different <laughs> things, because we're all divine. You know, this is and this is a way to access that divinity that is about our own sense of self, our own common self sense as well. I think when I had that experience with my tooth, because it was something concrete for me, I had to explore further. You know, and we will all have these different little peak experiences that bring us more and more into our heart center, bring us more and more into being able to access. The communication, the way that we the way that we can connect, and the way that we can connect with our galactic brothers and sisters, you know, or the galactic federation, the galactic council, however you want to put it. There's loads and loads of different channels that are talking about this, you know, and that are helping people access it. But you have exactly the right tools within you to access it directly, you know. And it's like these books; they're just protocols. They're just ways like words phrases channelings the the sentences that will help you align yourself to your to your own galactic abilities do you know what i mean so that's why i'm saying it's not like a club it's not religion you know it's uh, it's something that you access within yourself and from that you have a divine connect direct experience with whatever whatever your starseed family is or whatever your lineage is or however it is that you open yourself up, you know, and you'll have your own, you know, within your own DNA or within your, your own opening or within your own telepathic understanding, you'll have your own galactic family that you connect with, you know what I mean? Or what, who you resonate with or who you feel a connection with, you know? So, yeah, it's so, in, in, in a nutshell, it's already happening. And the wider disclosure will only happen when we're really fully ready for it, you know? Yeah. So are you saying that they're already here? It's just maybe when the planet goes through this ascension, then we'll all start seeing them. Yes. Yes. When do you think we're going to complete the ascension? Well, like I say, the, the clarion call says it's the next 50 years. Hmm. And there are people that are already in that state. Because it's, this is about, again, it's law of attraction. Partly it's about fulfilling prophecy. And what I mean by fulfilling prophecy is if you understand the concept of the law of attraction, we think a thought and we create the thought that we think. So a building was, was a thought first, you know, a stadium was a thought first, and then it was written down, and then it was built, and, and that created from a thought. So our the the seminal programming from our forefathers of the holy books the bible the the revelation you know the different things that we have in our collective psyche 
as a kind of truth, as a kind of collective understanding of where we're going, sort of has to be played out until we know and are sure that we create this experience through the law of attraction ourselves. Do you know what I mean? So the collective creation of what we're going through just now that we're seeing, yeah, it's like fulfillment of biblical prophecy is what we're seeing. You know, that's what it looks like just now. But the, but the, the according to my guides, the, this is about the fulfillment of the law of attraction to our collective mind. I mean, just looking at the, that one biblical text, the Bible, that's almost half the people on earth, you know, who are, who are, who are influenced in some way by that book, right? So, and that book is kind of a seminal text of our language, not just of our religiosity, but of, that was the first book. The Gutenberg Bible, it was the first book. So us accessing words comes from that seminal text. So the law of attraction and our understanding of that text, we have a kind of collective law of attraction that is getting put into action. So we are kind of creating that from our seminal programming. And the more that we access the law of attraction, the understanding that we create our own reality, the more we, we create a different reality or a better reality or a more awakened reality or a more connected reality. Do you know what I mean? So we're, we're creating these circumstances. Everything that's happening as a collective on the earth is happening because of our collective consciousness. So we are all, we are all influenced by these seminal programmings and once we move past that point of that initial understanding of how we create a reality, then it's easier for the, the galactic beings and, you know, to, to, to come to us because we are not just chained to old programming. We are not just chained to what our forefathers wanted us to believe or think or, or, or you know, understand or create. So from that perspective, this is what we're going through just now, you know? Yeah. All right, Robbie, I'm going to switch gears on you. You have these okay. books out. Do we find yeah. them on Amazon or your website or both? Well, my, my website went through a bit of a sabotage. Um, somebody that um, uh, gave me the website, uh, took the website back for themselves, um, last year so the website is is in the middle of litigation just now mm. so um so it, you can access the books on amazon um and if you look at robbie mckenzie um the author page on um there's another couple of interviews that are on uh, on there as well um, but metatron this is the clarion call so it's on all the amazon pages look at the reviews you know it's like use your own discernment the Clarion Call, the Healing Book, and the Galactic Council Books One and Two, all channel texts. Um, and to me, you'll access them when you're ready. So it's again, it's it's not like I say, I'm not trying to start a religion. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's an it's an energetic thing that you will, if you resonate with this, and you that helps open your heart or your macabre, your access to a more effective understanding and. Um, execution of the law of attraction that's great you know and that's fantastic um so yeah have a look on amazon uh, and twin flames macabre's and more 
is my biography. So it's it has snippets. So if you're if you're kind of new to kind of channel stuff or whatnot, that's my personal experience of it, you know, and 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 how to kind of access that as well. But excuse me, if you have um, Kindle Unlimited, you can you can get all of my books for free. So they're in hard copy and uh, Kindle. But if you've got Kindle Unlimited, you, you can you can get them all for uh, for free. That's um, great. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in the middle of uh, recording the Audible as well. So yeah, yeah, for the for the book, so there's a more kind of energetic experience as well. After watching this podcast, people may want to reach out to you. Are you open to that? And if so, how should they reach you? Yeah, well, have a look on my YouTube channel because most of what would be asked of me is in the videos. So there, I've put uh, most of the videos that have been recorded in the New York City group online on uh, my Metatron This is the Clarion Call is the YouTube channel. So yes, of course, uh, I'm open to people um, reaching out, uh, you know, but there's, there is only so many hours in the day. <laughs> so, <laughs> but most of what would be asked of me is in the videos. You know, so so going through the different the, the different points that go years back of the the um, the New York City group, you know, and what is there, and everything that's really needed is in the books. So, like I say, you can get them free if you've got Kindle Unlimited, you know. So I do what I can when I can to help people, but the onus is not on me. The onus is on you. <laughs> so it's that's why it's like. The personal responsibility for your own meditation and your own experience is very clear within these books. Like you can access the highest of energies because it's all within you, you know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. You mentioned the New York City group. Is that available to anybody to join? And if yes. so, how do they yes. join it? Yes, well, again, that's Metatron. This, uh, uh, this is the Clarion Call Meetup um, group. Um, that's on that is um, every month there's there's a, a meeting and the, the it's just a meetup group it's not a it's it's not a, sp a special website or anything and uh, Elan and Tonya the um, ladies in New York City that host the meeting lovely people a lovely group just beautiful people just just meditating and and if you can't access the the meetings you'll be able to see them afterwards on uh, because she kind of keeps the meetings kind of small so that she can manage it. You know, mm -hmm. so it's usually about 20 people. If you can access it, that's fine. But I leave that to her discernment because she runs that group. I'm really looking forward to going to New York. <laughs> but I've not been there yet. <laughs> so, and according to Metatron, it's a, a, that's another portal of ascension. There's different portals of ascension around the world that are very powerful for the, the accessing and opening of our consciousness. So yeah, have a look at, uh, uh, it used to be, uh, um, I think it's Metatron, this is the clarion call still. It used to be, um, uh, something from an angel, uh, it, it was um, Jonathan Berkowitz, it was a chap that had, after, uh, I was telling you this, this story, that when I channeled Metatron, this is the clarion call, I, because it's a spiritual text, I wasn't sure what to do, so I prayed, 
what should I do? Should I market this? Should I, you know, what should I do? And within 10 minutes, I was on this meetup site that had already been started. And, and, and Jonathan Berkowitz was like, how did you get in touch with me? Because this is, I've not print, I've not published this to the web yet. You shouldn't be able to have access to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. So, you know, that was another metaphysical thing that was like another pointer that I was on the right track. You know, and at that time there was like ten members that were interested, and now there's like over a thousand members in the in the group. You know, so all of these little metaphysical things that happen or synchronicities that happen, they all kind of lead you to a, a better place or a better point of access. So yeah, but check out the books. Check out uh, Robbie McKenzie's um, page. There's two interviews I think on the uh, Amazon page. Um, one was the first interview that I ever did um, just after releasing the clarion call with Shinshuri, um, like a 15 minute interview. And there's an, an hour's interview with um, Charlene, a, a lady, an angel lady that interviewed me as well. So there's another two interviews on there. Have a look. It's about what resonates with you, right? You know, so if it resonates with your heart, if it, if it opens you up, if it makes you feel in alignment, you know, it's all for the better. You know, so yeah, yeah. All right, Robbie. Well, before we finish up, can you leave us with one last positive message? Well, the most positive message I could say is we're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. I think just now, at a time of so much discord and misinformation and disinformation and panic and fear and worry and all of this, according to my guides, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. We're going to get through this. And to, if you if you access your higher self, <clears throat> it will be it will be an easier ride through to disclosure. It will be easier for you. It will be easier for your family. You'll be more at peace with whatever it is that comes to you, and you'll be able to create with abundance whatever it is that you need when you when you access that. We're going to be okay. We're go, we're going to get through this. You know, I love you all, you know, and it's accessing that love that's going to help everybody, you know. So we're going to be okay. If there's any one message, and what I would say is open your macabre. (laughs) You you don't have to do it through my books. There's there's meditations on YouTube, and there's so many people that are teaching the macabre now. A lady in the um, Midwest Chios School of Healing, took all my four books. She never asked me. I just noticed online that she was teaching these books, um, <clears throat> a four-book course. Um, but there's so many different people that are teaching it. But you're, you accessing your Merkaba will be the you accessing the highest reality that you possibly can for yourself and for your family and for your part in this. And so that you, you're not in a place of kind of fear and being held down, but you're in a place of accessing that unconditional love. You know, we're going to be okay. We're going to get through this. <laughs> we're going to get through this. And I know that it's sometimes it feels like as if we're not with all the way that things are presented right now, but we're going to be okay. And, and, and the Galactic Council loves you. And Metron loves you. Jesus loves you. Your higher self loves you. Krishna loves you. Buddha loves you. You know. So and 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 that is your higher self, and that is within you. You know. So if there's anything, we're going to get through this. We're going to be fine. Yeah. Robbie, thank you for that message, and thank you again for being my guest. I wish you a great rest of your day over there in Scotland. And you. 
and you appreciate you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. God bless. Thank Bye-bye. You. God bless you. Thanks for watching the Jeff Mara podcast. I really appreciate you. Another way to show support is through YouTube memberships. And if you do, there are loyalty badges and other perks depending on your level of membership. All you need to do is click the join button underneath the video to find out more. Thank you for your support.